This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome back to Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, share with you my thoughts on pop culture, my life here in New York City, and whatever else I want to talk about. And it is 2023, you guys. Welcome to a new year, a new decade, a new era. We've got so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. That's why I'm like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. But I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for coming to my live show. If you guys were at my live show, that was one of the highlights of my 2022 year. I couldn't have done it without everybody at Hoff Studios. I'm in the studio right now with Ashley and Alex, my lovely producers. They helped me put on the best show. It was so much fun, and I can't thank you enough for just allowing me to take the stage. It was my first time doing live, a live show that wasn't a play, like it wasn't scripted, <laughs> which... I got off stage and I was like, fuck, I should have like memorized my lines, even though that wasn't the point. Um, I wanted to kind of dabble in stand up because I'd never done stand up before. And I've always thought about it, but obviously it's scary to get up on stage with a mic, but I did it. It was fun. I learned a lot about what it takes to do stand up. And the whole point of stand up is having a punchline. And I think I got my stage presence down, but I think I need to work on like my stand-up skills. But anyway, the show was so much fun. Thank you to my friend Serena and my friend Kat and my friend Gwen. Everybody was there. My mom was there. Bags were given out. We gave away pouches from Stony Clover Lane. Glossier, we gave away Glossier perfume. I got to play Santa. It was so much fun. So thank you guys for coming to see that show. And hopefully there's more in the future. So stay tuned for that. But welcome to 2023. I'm really excited for this year. I think um, it's going to be a good one. (laughs) I love talking about the new year. It's like, yeah, it's going to be my year. (laughs) I actually did go down a little Libra rabbit hole last night while I was in the bathtub, surprise, surprise. And apparently I'm gonna meet the love of my life this year. And if you wanna know what is gonna happen to you this year based on the stars, and also based on random people on TikTok, then go on TikTok and search your star sign with like 2023 prediction. So Libra 2023 prediction, you'll just get video after video of people being like, You're going to have a really great year, but something will challenge you in June because there will be a full moon. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds fully legit and I'm ready for that. But the Libra one was interesting because every single one of them was like, you are going to meet the love of your life this year. Not even in like a generic way, like it felt like they were talking to me. So... I don't know if I'm prepared for that, honestly. It's supposed to to happen in March. So um, if you're the love of my life and you're listening to this, please come come knock on my door 
in the month of March, so I know it's you. Okay, I have so much to talk about. I feel like, where do I even want to start? I think I'll start with like kind of just general going home for the holidays vibes because I didn't post anything on Instagram. So if you're listening, you're probably like, where have you been? What have you been doing? And I really just took the time off and I really wanted to because every year when I go home for the holidays, I post all the way through. I, you know, take a bunch of family content. I'm taking pictures the whole time. I'm making my brothers take pictures the whole time. And this year I really wanted to just not do anything. That was really important to me. I was like, when I step foot in my house, I do not want to have to do any work. I didn't, I, I failed a little bit because I did have to edit a video for Glossier, which, you know, is not like, it was, it was fun. And I was so happy to do that. And that was my last job of the year. And the video ended up on Glossier's Instagram page. So if you want to go see that, my, my journey home is on the Glossier Instagram page, which is so cool. And 2017 me is pinching myself. I'm pinching myself. And there's another video, which is like a behind the scenes, get ready with me for the live show I was just talking about. And that's on their TikTok. So I'm on Glossier's TikTok and their Instagram. Hello, cheers to that. Very exciting stuff. After I finished video editing the video for Glossier, I was done and I was like, I just don't think I'm going to go online. I just don't think I'm going to go online. I did feel like I needed to post something um, on Christmas. So I posted a little clip of me jumping out of the box from the live show. So that was fun. But other than that, I stayed offline aside from scrolling. (laughs) So I wasn't actually offline, but um, I didn't post anything and it felt really good to just like not. And I realized that when I'm not in posting mode, I'm not taking pictures of myself constantly. So it was so nice to just like sit on the couch and like eat seven bagels in a row and not give a shit. (laughs) So um, I had a really good time. I made some some notes on on what I did. I went to the mall like three days in a row because I really wanted uh, Apple AirPod Maxes. I've wanted them for a really long time. And after Christmas, I was like, I didn't get them for Christmas. So I was like, fine, I'll just get them myself. And I go to the store after Christmas and obviously they were like, oh yeah, no, they're sold out everywhere. But then the next day they got some in. So I went and got some and then I extended my trip to stay for New Year's. And so I ran out of contacts. So I went to Warby Parker, tried to get some contacts that didn't work. So for the last couple of days, I was like reusing the same pair of daily contacts for like four days (laughs) my eyes were like burning by the end of it I was like get me back to New York um I went to the Louis Vuitton store at the mall which is a new store it we never had a Louis Vuitton at that mall and we finally got one and I went there with my little brother and we both tried to shazam a song in the store because it was so good and we were both vibing to it but the song ended before our Shazams could work. So now both of us are losing sleep over what the Louis Vuitton store song was. So that's interesting. I gave my brother a beer flight for his 30, 30th birthday, which was on Christmas. And I was like, what do you get a brother for Christmas, right? But it's also his birthday. So I was like, ugh. 
after I got him a plaid shirt from LL Bean, I was like, what should I get him for his birthday that's like different and cool? Like, I, I'm not just going to get him like another LL Bean shirt, but he likes beer. And I was like, this would be perfect because we can all drink the beer then. So I got 30 different beers. And you guys, if you're not in a city, like if you're in the suburbs, like I was trying to get 30 different beers alone, like singular beers, like there's laws against that. There's a law. Like I went up to the guy in Whole Foods and they had so many different beers. And I was like, is there a way that I can just like take one? <laughs> and he was like, we're not allowed to sell individual beers in the town of Evanston. And I was like, okay, well, where I'm from, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all I know. So I, I did end up finding 30 beers and he was very impressed and he thought it was really fun. And I got 30 of the same little beer glasses. Like I, it, it was really cute. And then I made a sign that said happy beer day. Like, come on. So if, if you're looking for a brother birthday gift or even a dad birthday gift, honestly, anybody's birthday that likes beer, a beer flight or a beer tasting. Did I call it a flight earlier? A beer tasting would be so cute. It's so much fun. And then you also get to drink some of it, right? I like got some crazy ass beers. They make so many random beer flavors that I've never thought of. They have a gummy bear beer and it tasted like gummy bears. My dad almost spit it out. He was like, this is gross. And I was like, no, it's literally the best thing ever. Tasted like Sour Patch Kids. I gave my grandma the Juicy Couture Mayo collaboration jumpsuit with matching tube top for Christmas. And she loved it. But then she gave it back because it didn't fit her. And she was like, she wanted to wear it <laughs> to the New Year's Eve party at her old people's home. Guys, Juicy Couture Craft Mayo exclusive collaboration bedazzled. It says, like, so smooth on the ass of these blue Juicy Couture sweat suit pants. And she gave it back. She was like, I'm so sorry. I wish this fit me, but it just doesn't. So, also, I just want to say, I didn't, like, I gave her jewelry, like an actual gift. Because I'd never want to like give like PR stuff as like a gift, right? It feels like even dirtier than like regifting. Like I feel like regifting is even better. I just feel like when I get free PR stuff, like it shouldn't like I should just give it to someone as opposed to wrapping it up and being like, here's a gift. So I did preface that. I was like, Grandma, here is this thing that I got and it's exclusive and I don't even think you could buy it if you wanted to. Although I could be making that up, but I wanted it to sound cool. Here's this thing that I got. And she loved it so maybe next time they could make sure that it fits grandmas when they're in the juicy couture planning room um the whole family took a trip downtown to chicago and we saw this dinner and a show and it was called cabaret zazu <laughs> um i got a box of clothes from asos and i felt like a princess so thank you to asos those are some of the things that I did while I was at home. I also watched a bunch of things, which we'll get to. But I came back to New York and I had been gone for like three weeks. So it's one of those things where when you're alone, where you're like away from your apartment for long enough that you're like, okay, somebody definitely like moved in and is like squatting or like somehow like a family of birds got into the apartment and they've been like 
pooping on everything. You know what I mean? When you're away from your apartment for long enough without somebody to watch over it, you're like, somebody else is inhabiting this space now. So I walked in ready for like the worst. I was ready for like a bird to like fly into my face. And I walked into a clean, dark, cold apartment because I did turn the heat off and I thought I didn't. So yeah, wow. That was my trip back. That was that was everything you missed on Glee. That was everything I did while I was offline, sitting at home, eating bagels. And now I'm back, and I'm ready for the new year, and I have no idea what this year holds yet. I think that's like the fun part of being a content creator, influencer, podcaster, because you never know where you're gonna go next right my grandma was like so what are you working on now I was like grandma nothing I'm I've got my podcast we're gonna go with that and you know so if you're a if you're a PR girl and you have a brand deal that you want to talk about definitely hit me up thank you to all the PR girls honestly anyway I want to give you guys a fun fact (laughs) I want to give you guys a fun fact I want to give you guys a fact at least one fact. I mean, I guess this podcast is full of facts, but I want to give you one fact that you can like take to the, to the dinner table, take to brunch, take to your coworker. And the last one was about the um, history of the, and they were roommates, Vine girl. <laughs> this week, I really want to investigate and answer the question, do the avatar people have dicks and because i like right if you saw that vid if you saw avatar if you sat for three hours and you watched all the blue people like there's so much time in there where you're just like your mind wanders because obviously it makes no sense and so you're just sitting there like do they have penises like are they like fucking like what do they do (laughs) And I'm not the only person that thinks this because if you go on Google and you type in do avatar, literally it comes up with like, have genitalia, have nipples, have dicks. (laughs) Like, Okay, so I'm not alone in wondering this. So I did some digging. First, I asked Twitter. And of course, the people on Twitter were like, of course they do. Like, how else would they do it? And I'm like, okay, well, they're blue. And they also have those crazy braids that like latch onto everything around them. So like, maybe that's how they do it. Or maybe they come from eggs. Wait, you still have to have sex if you have eggs. That's the whole point. Anyway, Avatar, the Avatar people do have dicks because some cast members from the latest Avatar, Avatar 2, said that there is more to them than just the braid. So like they they do... Uh, engage in intercourse is basically what these cast members said they are they're new cast members because they play like the younger there's like teenagers in the new avatar and those cast members the new teenagers said this so i'm not sure if they like slipped up and they weren't supposed to say it because i feel like if i was james cameron i would just be like don't ask don't tell about the avatar junk you know what i mean like i just like kind of like a Barbie doll just has like a mound, right? Like it's just nothing. Like it's just like, but I think these cast members were feeling like they had a duty to tell the truth on the red carpet. So that's what they did. So according to them, Avatar people do have dicks and you can take that 
to the lunch table to your coworker. <laughs> Take it to your coworker. Slack them right now and be like, by the way, the avatar people have dicks. Did you guys see the new avatar? It was so fucking long. We saw it on New Year's Eve. I wore my scumforter, my Kim Kardashian comforter jacket dress, and I got some Sour Patch Kid watermelons, and I took an edible before. We like went to dinner at five o'clock, like really early, so that we could make the 7.30 show, and we got back in the car to go to the movie and I like I was literally like Mary Poppins with my little like edible it was like little box of edibles I was like okay everybody take one (laughs) my parents had no idea they were like in the front seat so if mom's listening to this wondering why we were all like yeah that movie was good (laughs) no it was three hours you guys and they closed the snack stand like right after the movie started so my mom halfway through like people are just like walking around in avatar because it's three hours long so people are going to the bathroom people are like trying to find food people are like trying to like do all the all the things they have to do on their to-do list before this movie ends and they close the snack stand so my mom comes over this is like lucky girl syndrome right i'm laying there in my scumforter watching avatar just like literally like like okay like this is what it looked like and I'm like oh god I wish I got more candy just then my mom comes down the aisle and she's like do you want anything and I was like oh yes please I'll have some cookie dough bites those are the best to get at movies she comes back and I was so excited I saw her head like move across the screen I was like oh my god mom's back she's got the goods she comes back she's like sorry like they closed the snack stand like a while ago okay I had a piece of gum in my Gucci bag, a singular piece of gum, and I chewed a singular piece of gum for the last hour and a half of Avatar. I was blowing bubbles. I was laying there blowing bubbles. And the this was the best part. And I know that I'm missing the point of the movie and like blah, blah, blah. The movie made no sense. Obviously, I knew it wasn't going to. I wanted to see it because it's like culturally relevant. You guys, who the hell is Jake Sully? Why do they want to find him? He's the blue guy, but he started off as a a white guy. He's hot, but he's also a blue guy now. Why are some of the blue people half blue, half person? Why are there bad blue guys and good blue guys? Like some of the blue guys were good and some of them were bad. And then there was the teal people, the way of the water people. And they had that one girl that was supposed to be like the baddie. And I was like, oh, they're really doing this. Like, they're really, they're really doing this. Like, of course, now we're going to wonder if they have dicks because they have that moment where the girl is like a baddie and she has her little like avatar boobs. And we're like, so are they going to do it? And then everybody's fighting. And of course, Zoe Zaldana's character is just crying and screaming the entire time in both movies. And I have no idea why. And I feel her pain, but I don't know why she's in pain. And I hope that she finds what she's looking for. And I'm chewing a piece of gum. And and that's that. And, you know, it took 10 years to make, apparently. Which, also, we saw it in 3D. So that was the other thing. And, you know, when you're in a 3D movie for long enough and you're like okay I get it and you take off the glasses to be like oh I wonder what this looks like like without the glasses and then it's just like blurry and stupid so you put the glasses back on you keep chewing your gum you get through it I was joking to my friend that I was like 
if your boyfriend wants to see Avatar, you need to go with him because otherwise he's going to be alone. He's going to be unattended for like four plus hours, including travel time. So, you know, if if your man is on a leash, you better you better go see Avatar with him because if not, he's got some free time. It's a long ass movie, you guys. Would I recommend it? Yes, because it's culturally relevant, but no, because it doesn't make any sense. Why are all the blue people fighting? Are they all on one? T- I don't. Do you have to see the first one in order to see the second one? That's the other thing. Like, do you? You do. I know that Jake Sully is like, I know. I know that he's the main character. But yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Take that to your coworker. Be like, okay, Avatar people have dicks. Also, would you do that? Sorry. But like, would you? I don't know. The half blue people, I was like, okay, like, I see you. (laughs) Okay, I need to stop talking about Avatar now. Why don't we do the top three headlines that I saw? And I'm going to read them in my newscaster voice. And I also kind of like, for some of them, I took like the articles so I could read them for you just because some of these, just, I forgot how clickbaity things are and how people at tabloids are really hired to like spin a story out of like an Instagram post. You know, that's really what it is now. We just report on Instagram posts. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is Miley's skunk hair. This is a headline from Hype Bay. Miley Cyrus's skunk under roots hairstyle is where 2023 meets Y2K. Skunk under roots. Skunk under roots. Skunk under roots. Skunk under roots. I thought it was skunk under roots, but it's skunk under roots. And just now, just saying that out loud, I get it. It's, it's not skunk under roots, it's skunk under roots. That's the best way that they could describe <laughs> describe that. I just can't unsee the TikTok that I saw saying that Miley Cyrus looks like a bartender from South Boston <laughs> because of her hair and her tattoos. I'm excited for Miley. She has a new era coming and I'm so excited. Um, I feel like the last era, Plastic Hearts era, I was on board with, but I wasn't like crazy about it. I would never unstand, like I'm a Miley stan unconditionally, like truly. And I think that she is iconic, amazing, genius, talented, show-stopping. I really hope that this era comes through and showcases that. I feel like Plastic Hearts was good, but then she just does a cover of like, you know, any song. (laughs) that isn't hers and it's so good and I'm just like I think she needs to I don't know I think I think she's such a strong performer and vocalist that she could give the songwriting to someone else and that's not saying that she's like a bad songwriter I'm just like somebody else could really like (laughs) hit it out of the park even her Hannah Montana stuff like those songs were like amazing party in the USA something shifted, you know? So she's going to come out with a single called Flowers on January 13th, which is also her ex-husband Liam Hemsworth's birthday. And apparently she's dropping the single on his birthday because he wouldn't entertain her attempts at like talking about it or something. I don't know. I read some headline that I was like, how do you guys know that? Like, She could just be, like, making a point. She could also just be taking a page out of Taylor Swift's marketing book, you know, dropping a comeback single on, 
you know, your ex's birthday is very Swiftian. So I'm excited for it. The teasers that I've heard so far are not enough to warrant like, is this a good song or a bad song yet? Because she just, you know what I mean? Like the, it's too soon to tell. So we're holding on hope that this era will be good. Her New Year's Eve show was really cute. She looked incredible. She sounded incredible. Her and Dolly Parton, just such a cute mother-daughter combo. Really, really fun. We watched the last like three minutes of it because we were in Chicago, so central time. And we counted down with Miley, but then we also kept watching so that it was midnight in Chicago. New Year's Eve broadcasts are so... New Year's Eve is just like one of those things. It's one of those nights. It should be in March. I was tweeting about this also, but like we need Christmas to stand alone. You need Christmas to be the big Christmas thing, right? Then you need post-Christmas vibes. You need to just like sit in that. You need to like take down your tree and like pack up your presents and just really marinate in the holiday glow but we're not given that time because then you have to turn around, put on some sequin thing and go get drunk and then somehow be perfectly fine the next day, ready to take on a new year. Let's move the new year to March because it's springtime. March does not have a holiday, does it? St. Patrick's Day. The My Irish listeners just like took off their headphones. They ripped them out. Sorry. Um, okay, so St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so scratch that. Fuck, I didn't have a backup plan for when New Year's should be. I still think it should be in March. Bite me. I think I think St. Patrick's Day isn't a big enough it's not Christmas. So it's like we could ha- we could have St. Patrick's Day and New Year's in the same weekend. Like let's just let's just get like really drunk. You know, if we're going to go for it just make it a full thing. I don't know. I just there's something about the turnaround time is just too it's too close. It's not even is it even a week? It Christmas was on Sunday. Was Christmas on Sunday? Saturday. Sunday. It was on Sunday. And then New Year's was the Saturday after that. Not even a week. Really? Calendar? Let's fix that. But I'm excited for Miley's new era. Paris Hilton came on the show, was singing with her and Dolly. And um, yeah, we're excited for her new era. This is going to... It is going to be a good year. Before... Um, she went live, she did like a, an interview with Gail King and she was just talking about the new year, obviously very like generic answers, but she was like, I'm really hopeful. (laughs) She's like, I'm really hopeful for the new year. I think it's a really great time to like have a fresh slate. She did say something though that was interesting. She was like, I finally feel like around new year's people put into practice what I practice all year long, which is like constantly like changing and growing and like being ready for something new and I was like that's a good point like I really do I definitely am the person that's like tomorrow will be different (laughs) tomorrow I promise I will do the dishes and then tomorrow comes and I'm like let me just order a salad okay Sean Mendez's polar plunge gaze listen up shirtless Sean Mendez strips down for cold water plunge on Christmas I can't feel a thing This is from U.S. Weekly, by the way. The clip began with the Canada native standing in the snow and taking a deep breath to prepare himself for the shock of the cold. 
He then quickly changed out of his winter boots and his warm wool sweater into his birthday suit, save for a pair of black boxer briefs, and headed to the stream. <laughs> and headed to the stream. Bye. Get away. Okay. As he and his friend made their way in, the mercy artist went for the full plunge. I'm going under, Mendez yelled, submerging his body in the water in a push-up-like motion before quickly popping back up and screaming about the freezing temperature. Whew, it's cold, he declared, deciding to go back under for one more dip. That's freaking cold, the there's-nothing-holding-me-back artist muttered on his way back into the snowy landscape. I can't feel a thing. <laughs> The nothing holding me back artist, please be real. Please be real right now. That was fanfic. That was high art. That was what I want inscribed on my tombstone. The clip began with the Canada native. That's how all great clips begin, if you think about it. <laughs> okay, the next one is like not funny. It's not funny. But, okay, before, I just want to say the... Sean Mendez dropping that video on Christmas was like, I'm like with all my cousins in the living room. We're all like, you know, just like post Christmas vibes. And Sean Mendez drops a video of him taking his clothes off and getting into a river. And I'm like, you know, I don't do the thing where I like bring my phone up to like hide my screen. <laughs> but I'm like sitting there like at the fireplace, like I'm like phone like angled, like I'm like three inches from the screen like watching this like he starts taking off his clothes i'm like whoa let's like hide this <laughs> like, everybody's like harry what are you doing um nothing definitely not watching sean sean mendez uh plunge into a river in a push-up like motion watches it four times nah it was good um it made me want to do the whole cold water thing it's like trending right now every article is like these artists don't Go out and drink after their concerts. They take an ice bath. Here's Harry Styles. And it's like him in an ice bath. All my TikTok is like people being like, I sit in my ice bath for two minutes every day. I feel like I would get an ice bath on my terrace and then I would get into it and like somehow like like get brain freeze and not be able to get out and then my neighbors would have to like call and then like I would be sitting there like shivering in a bathtub and like seven firefighters would have to like burst onto my terrace and like save me and it would be really embarrassing I'll keep you updated though if I do try a nice bath okay this one isn't funny this is this is the third headline and it's not funny it's not funny I shouldn't even say it Drake Bell and wife Janet Von Schmeling separated months ago as actor seeks substance abuse help. People reached out to representatives for the estranged pair. News of their split comes weeks after photos and video of Bell, 36, seemingly inhaling balloons in his car while parked at a California vape shop. <laughs> one, of the two, one of two photographed occasions saw Bell's young son in the back seat. Okay, so apparently Drake Bell is just like sucking down helium balloons with his kid in the back seat. And so his wife, Janet Von Schmeling, is separating from him. Like, sorry, there's so many. I'm like, Janet Von Schmeling, like that needs to be talked about. Janet Von Schmeling. 
wasn't that the girl from Drake and Josh that was mean? Janet Von Schmeling. Janet Von Schmeling, Drake Bell, who goes by Drake Campagna, because he's like a Spanish singer now, sucking down helium balloons. So there's like, there's so many things. I feel like we can't even, we can't get as close as we want to this story because there's too many questions. Are they birthday balloons? Where do you get balloons to just suck down? And also, what do you get from sucking a helium balloon? Like, isn't it the same as like, have you ever tried those little nitrogen cartridges? Probably not. The things that like you, they're for like aerosol cans. Yeah, whippets. Whippets. My producers know everything about whippets. (laughs) Um, Whippets. I've done a whippet before, but I was like, not... I don't like anything that makes you like, you know, the, it's just not my vibe. I'd rather, I just, are whippets considered a downer? Like you're, they just kind of make you like lightheaded and freaked out for a second. Maybe I, maybe I've done them wrong. I've done them like once, but sucking helium out of balloons with your son in the back seat is like, Janet Von Schmeling is not going to be happy about that. <sighs> maybe he's, maybe he did it because Janet Von Schmeling was on the fritz and he needed a a new fix okay (laughs) i'm gonna stop it's like not funny it's not we're switching gears emily mariko is in paris so emily is in paris just want everybody to know that at the top of the year emily mariko is in paris um i watched a bunch of things while i was home for the holidays of course we talked about avatar um i watched matilda i don't know if anybody saw matilda but it was not as good as I wanted it to be. I saw a video circulating on Twitter with a little girl, a little blonde girl in a red beret, like dancing her ass off. And I thought that was Matilda, but it's not Matilda. That's like, she plays like an older cool girl that doesn't really have a bunch of screen time in the movie. The Matilda girl is really good. The movie just like isn't isn't as good it just was kind of weird and like the music there was one good song that was catchy and I feel like if you're gonna have a musical like every especially a musical movie it's like you need to have music that you want to like listen to over and over again right you want like earworms and there was only one of them and they kept singing it throughout the movie so I was like can you guys diversify next time like make every song good because when they started singing it was like here we go here we go again glass onion knives out i enjoyed this movie more than i think people on twitter were like ripping it to shreds i don't really know why because i thought it was cute um it was a good like you know movie to watch with the fam daniel craig's accent though just threw me off so hard because why was that his accent and why did he need to have that accent any other accent or no accent would have been better preferred but i thought it was cute it was a good like i don't know the the mystery aspect was a little lacking but kate hudson was great 
would I recommend? It's missable, but if you want something to watch with your family, you could definitely watch it. Um, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I'd never seen it. I don't know how, but I watched it. And it was one of those like like home for the holiday vibes where I watched it at like 10 a.m. with my dad randomly. Like I just turned it on and then my dad sat down and we were both watching it and we were like, okay, this is cute. Matthew McConaughey. The end where she's in that yellow dress and she looks literally delicious, like lemon slice. Um, great setup though. Like the plot of that movie is really is really good setup. I miss rom-coms where the main character is like at a magazine and they all just like sit around all day like wearing cute clothes and being like, I just don't know. I don't think we have that anymore. I watched how to uh how to lose a guy in 10 days risky business i watched that for the first time too with young tom cruise also a good plot um funny movie the dance scene is really good it starts off it starts off with this like he's having a dream it's really good i feel like there's something about old movies i watched francis ha by greta gerwig for the first time amazing if I recommend one video, one video. If I recommend one movie that I saw over the break, it would be Francis Ha. Just so good. And I knew, like, I had known that it was, like, her, her like, big break moment, like, her first, like, thing. But I'd never watched it, and I finally watched it, and it was so good. So good. She's so good. One of those movies where you're like, fuck, like, I should have made this. <laughs> That's like, it's, it's just so good. Falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan. Obviously we had to watch it. And obviously it was just as terrible and cheesy as everybody said it was, but it was good to see Lindsay like Lindsaying again. Um, I couldn't with the little girl. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was just too much. It was too much. <laughs> You guys know it was too much, way too much. And then I watched Triangle of Sadness, which was uh, like, I wouldn't even say it's like an international film. It's, but I don't know where it's from, but it's recent and it's basically like a satire. It's like black comedy about a bunch of rich people that get uh, shipwrecked. And I made my brother's and my brother's girlfriend watch it with me thinking it was going to be like this crazy movie. And it was very slow and like cinematic. And I could, f you know, when you're watching a movie with somebody and you choose the movie, but you could sense everybody around you being like, this is boring. And then you have to make the decision to either be like, okay, sorry, I like recommended a dud. Or you have to be like, guys, just stop. You don't understand because you're not artistic enough. I obviously went with the second one. I was like, you guys stop. Like, does something need to happen in a movie? <laughs> it did get good, though. It did get good. Um, and it was insane. And if you have a queasy stomach, I wouldn't watch it because there's it's graphic and it's like a bunch of people getting sick at a really fancy dinner on a boat. But it's hilarious. Like, it's funny as fuck. So I would recommend that also. 2023 man 
it's here. It's here to stay. Um, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a good time. I am feeling very analog. I also haven't come back online. I think I'll probably come back online by the time you hear this, but I'm not sure. So if I'm not, don't come for me. I'm just not ready yet. I bought the camera that Emma Chamberlain uses, the Handycam, because I'm feeling very analog. I think that's my word of the year, 2023's analog. I also rode the subway here without headphones, so I like was thinking. I got, like I said, the AirPods Max. Isn't it annoying that they call them AirPod AirPods Max instead of AirPod Maxes? Like, just say AirPod Maxes but they're AirPods Max. It's like if you have like multiple sisters-in-laws, it's sisters-in-law. Like, oh, those are my sisters-in-law. It's not, those are my sister-in-laws. But if she took off her socks, it would be like, oh, those are my sister-in-laws. But if two of them live in a house together, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to my sister's-in-law, I think. (laughs) That's not right, is it? It definitely is. I'm literally a linguist before anything else. So... I'm going to go pick up my Handycam, my Emma Chamberlain Handycam from Best Buy and start the rest of my life. So uh, thank you for listening. I'll be back next week. It's going to be a good year. It really will be. So, Oh, sorry. One last recommendation for movie if I didn't give you enough. Emily the Criminal was so good. It was Aubrey Plaza. It literally made me like I'm on an Aubrey Plaza kick right now. I also recently just watched Ingrid Goes West for the first time. That was also really good. Aubrey Plaza just has the range. She has the range. And Emily the Criminal was great. Made me so uncomfortable. It was so intense. Edge of my seat vibes. Highly recommend. So go watch that. Um, Welcome to the new year. Happy 2023. See you next time.